0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the O Show Podcast, episode 445. We are presented by betonline.ag. Sign up for your 50% bonus now as we approach week 11 of the National Football League. Zach's got his notes, he's got his clipboard, and we're ready to rock and roll here for week 11 coverage. You want to go with your picks first, right out of the gate? Well, first, you know, our Oracle review. Uh,
1: the well not-so-Oracle so
0: Oracle review presented by betonline.ag. What did you screw up this week?
1: So, so this week, I, we, we dumped the prop bets last week, so if If I picked it so there are two numbers, eight of fifteen with normal Vegas rules, or if you want to be super strict and say that like if I chose to team uh team to cover and not win, but they won you you minus that then it's eight of eighteen. Either way, send right about that fifty percent mark, normal Vegas rules a little above fifty percent that eight of fifteen. So slowly with the Oracle building back strong. Oracle is coming back. Into your homes, ladies and gentlemen. So
0: it's so great yeah, that sure. you memorized that too. Considering you were telling me how you wrote it down on your clipboard before we started. Wow! Wow! I do want to point out too that we uh, we don't know where we are right now. You know, we oh, yeah. we did Zoom, we did your house, we did Hank's house, we did the studio, we did the studio couch setup, and now Hank gets to decide what's behind us.
1: No, he can change it up.
0: It can change. No politics, Hank. But you can make it whatever you want. Mm-hmm. You've seen whose line is it anyway, right? That one segment it? where the They're basically being a weatherman and an anchor and trying to explain what's happening when the rest of the crew knows what's happening behind them. Some guy eating a piece of corn, you know, a bullfight. Fun things like that, Hank. Please, no politics.
1: Or hilarious things. Or just disgusting things. Whatever suits your fancy.
0: Maybe maybe some scorpions? Who knows? He gets a lot of compliments on his scorpions.
1: That'd be fun to have scorpions stand behind us. Anyway you want to go with your NFL games first, or me, or doing bad what we did last week back and forth?
0: Well, I think what we did last week was a good repertoire, good chemistry, good so... Chemistry, okay? Was that loud? Okay. I don't know. Uh, the Saints are taking on the Eagles this week. I want to start with that one, okay. because as much as I hate to say it, Jalen Hurts is consistently getting better and better each week. I think the Cowboys have the NFC East by a landslide, but the Eagles are now 4-6. and six. And uh, they cover the spread by just one point against New Orleans this week. They are home. They have the under at 46. I'm taking the under at 46 because, again, as good as they have been, both of these teams have been iffy uh, so far here in 2021. But I'm taking the under at 46, and I do believe that the Eagles will uh, go over on the spread. They'll win by more than one.
1: All right. All right. I feel like I, that, that it's fairly close, but one is so close, I, I'm going to say you're right on both of those. Uh, I would say it's still probably a three-point game, but one is such a close margin I, I think you're right on that one. All right, my first game of the week, I have the Bears plus six at the Ravens, and I don't think they cover. I mean, the Ravens, wow. after that bad loss to Miami, they get back on the horse, and they uh, they at least got to get a solid at least seven to ten-point victory over the Bears and uh,
0: what's the over/under? Forty-five. Because that I could have. be a high-scoring game. It is and the half. Bears.
1: I'm actually gonna say the under. I actually think that it's kind of one of those where it's like twenty to twenty to ten. Like it's like third. It's like a third. It's like a solid ten-point victory. But neither team musters up a huge amount of offense. So despite. I've got to believe Lamar Jackson is, I'm going with the under in that
0: game. Interesting. You want to talk, I know we didn't pick any of these teams, but the Cowboys are taking on the Chiefs this week. Yes. In what could be the most thrilling game of the week, Dak Prescott against Patrick Mahomes. Mm -hmm. Two elite quarterbacks going at it. I know Mahomes and the Chiefs haven't had quite the year that they were expecting going in. A lot of things really haven't gone their way. But I think it's going to be a very interesting matchup. I think the Cowboys have, uh, I think they have the cover by three and a half.
1: I believe you are correct on that
0: one. I mean, I can confirm here while Hank throws up a graphic in post-editing. But the Chiefs and the Chargers, uh, yeah, they got the, the Chiefs and the Cowboys, got the, the cover by 2.5. The over-under is 56 for that game. I, I, mean, c- I, I might go over at 56. I, I Those are some college over. football numbers right there between Dak and Patrick. But I'm, I think I'm going to take the over at 56. On my Dallas Cowboys, defeating the Chiefs on the road at Arrowhead.
1: All right, I guess I'll do my next game then, because I'll count that as... as See, I
0: don't count it, so I'm going to go ahead and do my next game. The Arizona Cardinals taking on the Seattle Seahawks uh, with the 12th man backed in their corner in Seattle. The Cardinals obviously have Kyler Murray back this week. They kind of scuffled a little bit, you'd say, without him against the Panthers. Did not look very good at all without Kyler Murray. But he should be back in the saddle again this week taking on a very, very, very desperate Seattle Seahawks team looking for a win to somewhat stay in the race in the NFC West, even though it ain't looking great with the Rams and the Cardinals. They looked abysmal last week against the Green Bay Packers. Shut out against the Green Bay Packers.
1: It was rough. It was really
0: uh, I think the Cardinals, this is a uh, pick pick'em game, but they're, the over-under is at 48, Kyler Murray coming back, Cardinals desperately looking for a win. I know the Seahawks are going to give it all their might to come away with a win because if they lose this, they're they're basically out the, the way their division. Over. They have the two best teams no, in the well, NFC hard. in their division. Uh, but if the uh, if the Cardinals, to me, I think they're well more motivated because they are supposedly the best team in the NFC and they got embarrassed by a very. Mediocre Carolina Panthers team last week, so I fully expect Kyler Murray to come back this week, like Dak Prescott came back last week after losing 30 to 16 to the Broncos. Comes back with a 45 to three shootout win against the Atlanta yeah, Falcons. He did, yeah,
1: he uh, he made it to where my fal my I thought Falcons were gonna cover, but uh, Prescott came back, so I, I like that thing. I like I like that saying the Cardinals are definitely there. I think the over is a good one on that, so I, I think that was a solid pick. All right, thank you. And since I only
0: have one more, I'll go ahead and do my last pick. It's the Packers and the Vikings. You're going to have to wait your turn. But the Packers, uh, they have, I think they, they're the favorites by two and a half. Because, again, a big win against the Seahawks last week. What are you looking at? The camera's over there. The Packers are on the road in Minnesota at the new Vikings Stadium this weekend. Uh, I think it's America's Game of the Week this week. The over-under is 49. Two great offenses. Kirk Cousins, again, iffy. But at the same time, is known to put up some points, mm. especially against Aaron Rodgers, who again did not look great against Seattle last week, but enough to get the job done given the defense shut them out. So I, I'm going to go with the over in that game, and I'm picking uh, Green Bay to cover.
1: All right, all right, all right. solid. I'm not going to give any more opinion because we've taken up too much time with you anyway. All so
0: right. well, can we take the my... main stage then, right here?
1: I'll go into my next game, which it's is all you. You got it. Where are you going?
0: I'm going to coach you from here. I'm going to make sure that the notes aren't in the camera.
1: I'm fine. Steelers. Plus Plus you're you're in a
0: very dangerous spot right now, and I don't want to be there right now. Oh,
1: my God. Steelers, plus five and a half versus the uh, Chargers. Uh, Steelers coming off a tie against the Lions, which, considering how bad the Lions are, that's basically the equivalent of losing three games in one sitting. So they're not looking great, and... While well, the Chargers have lost three of their last four. I'm saying that the Chargers win and the Steelers don't cover. Chargers win by at least six. Um get a pretty pretty solid victory over the Steelers. And uh, the over under that game is uh 47. And I'm going with the uh going with the over in that one. I think that as not a, as iffy as the Steelers offense has looked, I think Justin Herbert has a bit of a turnaround after last week and Scores a bunch of points, gets that over. I
0: can't believe that's the Sunday night football game.
1: I mean, you expected the Justin Herbert, Big Ben. Those are two. It's one big marquee player versus a marquee franchise. Doesn't completely surprise me. Anyway, final game I have is Giants plus 11 and a half against the Buccaneers. The Tom Brady, multiple games in a row with double interceptions, losing streak, Tom Brady. Um... And that is, uh, I'm predicting the Giants to cover. Bucks will win. I'm not predicting the Giants upset. I'm not predicting that. But Giants don't lose by 12 or more. They lose. They, it's a it's even a, even a 10 point loss. They cover the spread. So I'm going with that. And I'm also going over the 50 because the Bucks defense, it's not looked great. And so I'm saying that there that each team scores, you know, around that mid mid 20s range, and they get over that uh, over under a 50. So. Those are my uh, football games, my NFL picks for the week. You can come back as we discuss our last seven. That
0: was abysmal, by the way. I didn't think you were going to make it out alive.
1: But
0: you were in a very precarious situation precarious right there for the past five minutes.
1: We don't know. Maybe maybe sunshine know. and rainbows. You don't know. You maybe don't know. Maybe I was fine. Anyway, so.
0: I'm honestly shocked you're not wet.
1: Is it time for? The Michael Sarah halftime report? We have one more segment. Who made you the boss? Yeah. We have one more segment briefly to talk about, and this is for you to have your joy. So I wanna talk about expectations and coming back down to earth. So last week I was talking all this hype about Mike White. And then this week he threw four interceptions. So I'm just gonna give you the floor to hold myself. Give you 30 seconds before we hop into the halftime report.
0: 45 points. I know it's the Bills, and they are the team to beat in the AFC East. I mean, I know the New England Patriots are coming up. They're playing the Falcons on Thursday night football. But I told you so. I think everyone told you so. Kyle Borg, I'll give him a shout-out. He told you so as well. He completely agreed with me in the sense that you have no idea what you're talking about when it comes to the New York Jets and or Mike White. I mean, 400 passing yards against the Indianapolis Colts. I know he got hurt. But there was no way in telling that he was going to perform as well as he did in the first quarter. And against the Bills, I mean, come on. Come on, one score? One score. Took
1: my medicine. One score.
0: Mark Sanchez. Geno Smith. I'll throw Tim Tebow in there as well. He never started. And now Mike White. Oh, Sam Darnold, ever heard of him?
1: Anyway, thank you for the humble pie, Jack. But now it is time for the The Michael
0: Sarah Sarah halftime report. Report. Cue the Michael Sarah halftime report graphic, Hank. Uh, You said we got some gossip on our hands uh, today.
1: So that's probably the most like gossipy uh, one segment we'll have. As gossipy
0: uh, as you can get about Michael Sarah.
1: So this one, this story uh, dates back to uh, all the way back to 2016. Uh, I found out. That's when a secret was revealed about a relationship Michael Sarah had that was pretty serious that no one ever knew about. So back in 2010, uh, in Toronto, Michael Sarah and Aubrey Plaza were obviously shooting Scott Pilgrim together, and uh, they decided to live together and start dating immediately after production of the film in secret and travel cross country living together, dating from Chicago all the way to Los Angeles for over a year and a half, and nearly got married. Actually, was about to have the ceremony in Las Vegas for calling it off and then just eventually petering it out. And I just thought it was interesting, the fact that, you know, celebrities, we always, we always know way too much about their personal lives. And Michael Sarah, that sly dog, somehow had a year and a half relationship where he almost nearly got wed. And we didn't know about it for another six years. So was, I just thought that was interesting. Shows, you, you know, little clever boy. He avoids the paparazzi. And still, you know, has his fun. So, shout out to Michael Saranda.
0: I mean, have you ever seen This Is the End by Seth Rogen? I have. He had a lot of fun in that movie. He did. And he then I killed him of. off. Were you crying when that happened?
1: A little bit. A little bit of tears.
0: What would you do in his situation if you had a fiance that you didn't want the world to know about? you were too embarrassed.
1: <laughs> the embarrassed? I don't think he was embarrassed of Aubrey Plaza, but. Uh, I don't know, I think the way he handled it was kind of... was. Kind Given of what we
0: see on camera between Michael Sarah, and Aubrey Plaza, I just feel like in that relationship, she was the alpha and he was the beta. I just want to put that out there. Still don't think Can he... you agree? Can you at least agree with me in that fact? The roles that Aubrey Plaza plays compared to the roles that Michael Sarah plays, there's no way as that he was the king of that household.
1: what we know about them as, their, as actors, since neither of us know them as people, I would say, sure. Probably.
0: But... Michael, you're welcome on the show anytime, man.
1: Yes, and we will be kinder to our great Michael Sarah when he chooses to show up. But that's all we have for this week. That was the Michael Michael Sarah Sarah halftime report.
0: Report. Cue out the Michael Sarah halftime report graphic, Hank. Uh, Are we gonna talk some college football now to close out this segment? What do you got on tap for college game day this Saturday? So for
1: college game day, uh, the first ranked match this weekend: uh, Michigan State. Plus, I I did believe this number. I get the bad loss to Purdue, but uh, at Ohio State, plus nineteen at Ohio yeah. State. Ew. So I I think Ohio State wins, but really? I definitely think Michigan covers a nineteen point spread, easy. And uh, I'm going to the even close. Yeah, like I they it's a <laughs> that's really, odd. Really bad. It's was, kind of a give me. I mean, there I get that they're, they're only one rank apart. I guess home field advantage. I guess I don't know. This was it just seemed odd to me, but. Uh, I'm going with the under in this game of uh, 67, and so that's the, that's the first one. What do you think of that?
0: I completely agree with you. I honestly have no arguments there. I can't even pretend to have any arguments with you. I think that's a give-me-pick of the week. Yeah. I think they easily cover the spread by 19, and I also am taking the under in that game.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, so second one is we got uh, Arkansas. A lot of big spreads in these ranked matchups this week. Arkansas plus 20 and a half against Alabama. Again... I don't think Arkansas is the better team. I think Alabama won handily. I don't think they lose by three touchdowns. So I'm picking them to cover, and I'm also picking the under in that game, of uh, 58. Uh, Maybe, maybe these were just you know there's some injuries on both on these rosters that I'm not aware of. And but uh, these spreads seem just like. Freebies to me, so like I said, I'm say, predicting Arkansas to cover, and I'm picking the under at 58 in that
0: game. I'm going to go with the under at 58, too. I don't see either of those offenses kind of covering that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm definitely going to take um, – no, I agree with you. So far, two for two. Yeah. I agree. It's weird. We don't usually have these weeks. I can't I like really that. argue with those two picks. Oh, I, I think it. you just picked the easiest gimme games of the week I on Saturday. I did not.
1: I picked the only – I think you matches.
0: tried to go easy this week just to ensure that your no, Oracle status I remained intact.
1: The last one, Oregon, are plus three underdogs at Utah. I'm not picking Oregon just to cover. Are I they think really Oregon's the underdogs also, in that game? Mm-hmm. It's in, it is high elevation Utah. It's going to be that's a higher elevation game, so that might be harder to adjust to. But uh, I think that Oregon is, rank, is ranked where they are for a reason. I think their Ohio State win earlier in the season wasn't, wasn't a fluke. So I'm picking Oregon to not just cover, but to straight up uh, win and outright beat Utah. And I'm uh, also going to pick the under in that game at 59, going to all the unders this week. All
0: the unders, all easy picks, oh my God.
1: All easy picks. There's. For all we could know, he could be putting up, like, it could be puppies right now. You have no idea what could be going on right here. There could be just, like, so little happening.
0: Dude, watch out. Be careful. I can assure you they are not puppies.
1: You don't. Okay, what is it? Like a gator? It's like a scorpion or something.
0: Uh, dude.
1: Oh my God, this is. You're making it upset. Making it upset? What? A... Get back here. We have... Okay, give me your opinion on the. Okay, at least from a distance, tell me what you think of Oregon, Utah. What do you thought of that one?
0: Oregon, Utah. I agree with you. I, I don't. I don't necessarily expect them to cover the spread. I think it's going to be very close.
1: I'm expecting Oregon to cover and win.
0: I think Oregon's going to win. I agree with you there. However, I do think that they will win by more than three.
1: No, but the thing is once the the underdog, it's it, it a matter of they sometimes the covers. What
0: are you saying?
1: That's when you are the underdog. Tell it's me I'm right, to, Zach. Anyway, we're three for three. We actually got a grip oh, agreement, God, back. so feel pretty confident about college football this week. Uh, when he comes back. Uh, Last little segment I want to talk about this week to wrap up the show. So, the Manning cast. So, that has been pretty notorious for being cursed. Every NF, current NFL player that's gone on has lost their next game. And uh, looks like it's not doing cross sports because Raymond Green was on, but then one, the Warriors won last yeah, night. Yeah, Tommy so, B
0: definitely shouldn't have gone on that show. Yeah, and so I kind of want to talk about He was riding about, high, but now he's 6-3. And, and now
1: there's no new players sort of scheduled right now current players scheduled to come on future Monday Manicast, so I want to get your opinion on just superstition, both the Man- the Cats cursed and superstition in general in sports. Your
0: superstitions, kind of I believe in. I mean, the bloody sock. There was the curse of the Bambino, the curse of the Billy Goat for the Chicago Cubs. There was a lot of uh, baseball superstitions. Football, however, this is brand new. Mm-hmm. Probably the first ever digital video content creation slash content creation. Curse, you could say, yes. when yes. it comes to the the Manning show. I think they do a phenomenal job, though. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you knew Peyton was great in front of a camera, mm-hmm. but to see Eli and those two go back and forth, you see him in a few commercials, but they haven't really done a ton of work together. Mm-hmm. So this is really cool to see. Uh, Tom Brady was six and one when he went on; they're six and three now. There's a lot. I mean, there's a lot to be said about Jags. sports superstitions, but I'm definitely on board with this one. We'll see who's the first to break it.
1: Yeah, it's going be interesting because right now there so. Right now, it's only working for football. It's not cross board. Like I said, Draymond Green was on this past Monday, and then they won last, the yeah. Warriors won last night. So, is that a bad enough curse to affect cross-sports? But so far, no current football player has See, been, I
0: don't think you could judge there. it game by game unless it's the NFL, though. you got to judge That's it by, fair. like, the overall success so we'll of the, how the season. We'll the
1: Warriors next couple weeks how yeah. Draymond Green's season goes, but... Draymond
0: tears ACL in two weeks. You know why it happened. Yeah,
1: that... Wow. That's a good point. All right, so... Yeah, a little bit of a shorter one this week, folks, but uh, that is That's all. That's because I have.
0: what's behind him right now is oh just I God. can't be on camera with you. I can't do it, Zach. Sign off. Turn out the lights. Remember to thank our sponsors, though.
1: Thank you, uh, Bet Online AG. Sign up for that 50% off. What is the code?
0: Capital B L E A V 50. Repeat it B L L A V
1: V I forgot the E. -E. B-L-E. B-L-E. A-V-50. A-V-50 for that 50%. Hank, cue us out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform.